Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Hey, Chris. How's your day today? Oh, it's been good. I'm My yeah. arm's been uh, still hurting from my second vaccine. Uh, ah, congratulations. Yes, thank you. Uh, it's yeah. it's was It was a... It's been a long week a little bit. Had a little migraines on and off, but, you know, it's all good, you know? That's and, good. And yeah. I'm now healthy and can actively participate in society, hopefully, uh, soon. Uh, so good. that's great. How about you? How's your day? Well, it, was, it, it was nice. You know, before coming out of the podcast, I decided to go out into some wide-open grassy fields. Okay. I fucked up what I was going to say, but another <laughs> word for that is Justin Fields! <laughs> I was Justin Fields. God damn I it. fucked that up. I had planned that since <laughs> I had planned that since last week and I totally fucked it up. <laughs> I kinda like that you fucked it up. Like I think that, that that kinda like makes it even more stand out to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't why was why why don't I legitimately did fuck it up? Wide open fields. Sorry, that's curtains. Uh, oh I meant to say wide open grassy areas, <laughs> so that I can then say I was just in fields. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> oh, God. Well, yes, you heard it here here first, folks. Unless you're unless you're actually tuned tuned into the NFL news, which I hope you are, because this should not be your reliable source <laughs> for news at all. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so we got the draft out of the way, guys. Boom. We don't have to think about the stupid fucking sport until August. It's great. Um, but no, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we have, we have a lot of NFL business to talk about today, because we do have to talk about the draft. We have to talk about everything that happened around the draft, including one storyline around a big old quarterback. Um, and then after that, schedule release is coming next week, so... We're going to give a little predictions about certain games and where they will land on the schedule. And we'll see if we're right post the schedule release. Um, and then, uh, VVBFL. And hopefully yeah. we won't take as long as... We, we've done <laughs> no trading. But <laughs> we have... Oh, yeah. Remember when we said we were going to talk through this? We didn't. No, we did not. No, at all. <laughs> but, but we already hit record, we, so it's, it's too late it's, for it's, y'all. It's, it's, yeah, we're here, and we're going to just... We'll just try. We're going to just do our best, you know? I already... I, I, I've already got a little bit of a head start uh, on it, but I, I, I'm... So maybe, maybe the training it might end up, you know, did, maybe wasn't necessary. Maybe we were already good on it, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, it's always a fun time. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm super excited to make another team, and um, yeah, I we, we, let's just dive right into it. All right, so let, let let's just let's bring us back. All right, let's let's go back in time here. All right, what's the fucking car from Back to the Future? What's the fucking car? The DeLorean. The DeLorean. That's it. All right, you drive back. You know, just a few days, which would be a huge waste. Of we DeLorean's gas. <laughs> We have to go back, and we have to go, and we are going to land on Adam Schefter's desk, okay? Because uh, that would scare the fucking shit out of him. It would be hilarious. And two, <laughs> because um, essentially we, we were going to draft day. Draft day is exciting. You know, I, you're, you get yeah. you get excited because there's going to be, you know, that some shit could happen, that some exciting things that will happen during the draft. And some did. Some did. But the real story of that whole draft uh, came into focus a little bit. Uh, at around 3.19 p.m. Eastern Time, where the uh, notorious 
uh, NFL insider Adam Schefter tweeted this. Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told some within the organization that he does not want to return to the team, league and team sources told ESPN on Thursday. Now, this is fucking crazy. Um, we talked about, well, at least me and Chet uh, had this discussion on during the draft uh, he had the team Packers picking another quarterback. <laughs> I do think that ultimately, even if Aaron Rodgers was on the move, um, I don't think they would have drafted a quarterback. I think the the organization generally has their their heels dug in on the on. Well, Jordan no, if, love. if if they had to draft, if they the only reason to draft another quarterback would be to motivate Rodgers. And if Rodgers not on the team, then they don't have. Oh, to do that. that's true. So then the motivation, yeah. that motivation angle, just goes out the door yeah. at that point. Yeah, no, that, no, that's valid. That's valid. I forgot. I forgot about that angle of it. So ultimately, I, I'm glad that you were able to clarify, even though you weren't there for that that segment. I appreciate right. it. Um, I, I listened. That's that's true. You're you're. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. You're a valid listener. Um. So essentially, we've since now since that point, that like. The chaos, just like literally, he tossed the fucking log. I'm Shafter tossed the log onto the kit, the NFL draft fire, which is already burning and fucking exploded all of Cleveland. Okay, with this news, <laughs> because it basically not only that, and then like TV executives were like rubbing their hands together, like with the friction and shit, because they were so excited about having this like nice, fun talking point to talk about for hours on end, um, and the excitement of potentially an Aaron Rodgers draft. A trade during the draft. Now, that didn't happen. There was no trade, so don't you know? If you again, if you're only watching, if you've only watched this podcast for all your NFL news, sorry to tell you, I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers was not traded. He's not, he's still on the Packers. But let's talk about this because there's a lot to take in. There's been the reports about how Rod. Well, so so the some of the obviously a lot of the his angst about the organization has been because of Jordan Love being traded, being uh, drafted by them. Then it's yep. the fact that um, there's a report out that when Jake Kumaro, the wide receiver who now plays for the Bills, was released by the Packers, that also pissed off Aaron Rodgers. That happened a few days before the regular season started. And we've also been hearing that really he doesn't have any angst towards anyone else in the organization. It's really just Brian Gutekunst, the general manager. And he's been going around with his text messages to his teammates saying, uh, calling Gunnikunst up Jerry Krause. Now, uh, Matt, who is Jerry Krause? Jerry Krause is the uh, 1990s owner of the Chicago Bulls, who is infamous for uh, dismantling the Bulls dynasty. Yes, indeed. And so he essentially is comparing uh he's comparing Gutekunst to the guy who despite building the for the, the the dynasty that was the Michael Jordan Bulls also completely with with his own ego dismantling it. And I think it's kind of weird that Rodgers is trying to compare what he's doing in Green Bay to the Bulls, but okay, that's fine. Um but it is it is not it's certainly not a compliment. Um, and at this point, the rumor has been that Denver created this big old drafts, you know, pile for them, for them to trade to the Packers to get Aaron Rodgers. That did not end up going through during the draft. We don't know if the Broncos are still in on it, but they are like the number one team that's been looking into Aaron Rodgers. And it's, uh, with Teddy Bridgewater 
and uh, Drew Locke being the only quarterbacks on the roster, it kind of feels like that's the direction where the Broncos want to go. Before we go into anything further, just your general thoughts on what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. I think that th- there was a meme going around that was like, oh, this is the part of the Packers offseason. Um, <laughs> we're in the Aaron Rodgers gets mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and see. then it's like nothing happens. The Packers go 13-3. and three, They get embarrassed in the playoffs. <laughs> it's just a cycle. It's just a cycle. Yeah. So I I do feel like we're we are in the cycle. As much as as much as the Bears fan uh identity that I have um wants to scream to the heavens. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers will not be a Packer next year. I think he'll be back with the team. Yeah, like that's the thing like you, I I'm I'm with you. And I think that there is even some, you know, like there there are some, well, there are some of his teammates, like I think David Bakhtiari came out and was just like, yeah, Aaron's going to do what he's going to do. And like, and it's, there was like this feeling that, oh, maybe he, he, maybe because he's just so headstrong about his convictions that he doesn't want to move away from them, that he is going to sit out um, out, out, out from the Packers and make sure that he does, does not participate with the team. Um, you know, you have guys like James Jones, another former teammate of the Packers, uh, of Aaron Rodgers, who's, who has been in the close source for Aaron Rodgers as well, saying that there's a chance that he, they could mend fences. Like there's still this, this ability for them to mend fences and this could be about money. I, there's, there's some that are saying that it's not so much, but there's some saying that there are, the, the reports are very conflicting and, I, the other thing too that was weird that came out um, yesterday, I believe it was, um, that the what Adam Schefter said on the Dan Patrick show that the re, that he reported on that, and he said it, he said in the tweet that it was sources telling him on Thursday, but he said that that it wasn't there was nothing new that came in on that Thursday, that ultimately all the things that he was reporting on on that Thursday was just all the things that were happening over the course of the season building up to that moment. Now, I understand that people are going to be upset by Schefter for sitting on that information and releasing it, making it look like Rodgers was the one that leaked it out. I understand. I understand that Packers fans are going to get all hurt in their feelings about it. It's show business, baby. All right? The, the, <laughs> report, the reporters tend to hold certain reports for game day and draft day. You see it all the time. I like, you know, Ian Rappaport, I, I watch NFL uh, game day morning all the time. He holds reports till Sunday all the fucking time. Well, the day, like, because that, that's because you know that most people are going to be paying attention to it on the day that football's happening. And you know that during the off season, the most people are going to be watching football on draft day, on NFL da- draft day. Like most people are going to be paying attention during that day. So that's mm-hmm. when you, that's when you drop the bomb because then you're gonna get more people. You're gonna be people dogpiling onto this draft. So I don't. I'm not gonna blame Schefter, but it is interesting that like what Schefter ended up reporting. Like this is this is not something that just all of a sudden burst. Like it seemed like it did on Thursday. It's this is a lingering issue. This has been an issue for a while now, and for whatever for reason. Years. For years, yeah, for at yeah. least or at least since Jordan Love, at least Love two was, years, at least two years, right? At least since Jordan Love been has been you know you know picked up uh, by the Packers, like 
this has been a lingering issue. And so, I don't know. Like, to me, the idea that this has been lingering just, I don't know, it makes me feel like I don't think he's going to be so gung-ho about following through with this. I would be interested to see what happens when, like, July and August comes around and training camp does start and you start to see, you know, him not show up to camp. Um... I don't know. Like, it, it, I think it's, I think it's going to be really fascinating to see um, how it plays out. But I, I'm kind of with you where I think, I think he's going to be there. But also, you never know. <laughs> you just, you don't know in this stupid fucking league. This is, they, anything can happen. Um, and Aaron, yeah. and Aaron Rodgers is, um, you know, love him or hate him. He, he's known for being kind of melodramatic about things <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> um so i i feel like you can uh i i it wouldn't be surprising either way i would like to personally thank adam schefter for fucking up the broncos so much that they did not take justin fields <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's the true I, I i wonder if like so so the, the which by the way a little bit work backstory the whole thing the whole thing started the whole idea of the 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 him wanting to drop the bomb that he did started with a report that happened earlier in the day where the 49ers called the Packers just to see if yeah. Aaron Rodgers was available and then I guess the trade would have happened where the 49ers sent the three number three overall pick to the Packers maybe and then got Aaron Rodgers in return, which I feel like would have been kind of just fucking wild. Like, why do you trade up in the draft for that? But, I mean, that's just uh, fucking insane. <laughs> like, that would be <laughs> that, that would have been a situation. Um, and then, of course, the storylines behind that about how the 49ers – went with Alex Smith over Aaron Rodgers in the drafts and that started Aaron Rodgers fall in the draft when he was back in 2005, the whole, whole fucking rigmarole. It's just wild. So we'll keep an eye on that. And it's just another, it's at least, you know, the, 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 the other story of the, of the Texans quarterback, you know, that, that was fun to follow. And then all of a sudden they, the, the lawsuits came up and you're like, okay, maybe this is, this is no longer a fun time because it, 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 for good reason, justice should be served. But the, but now we have a new quarterback story to follow. It's good. So it's good shit. You know, we, yeah. we, we need, we need, we need this good, sh- good dr- quarterback drama uh, going through, powering us through the off season. All right. Enough about that. Let's talk about the draft itself. Number one, overall Jaguars take quarterback Trevor Lawrence. All right. Surprise. Not surprised at all. All right. Now that, by the way, like I, I forgot to keep track. How do you know, Matt, because I know that you you I know that you said that you watched it, so I'm guessing you took notes on how Chet Avery did his mock draft. Did do you think he did relatively well on this? I uh, let me uh, let me well, let me check. Well, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll like if you pull up the notes, I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep going, and we'll we'll see. So, like, I mean, we we've talked enough about Trevor Lawrence. Great pick for them. Generational talent, guy that's going to probably change the world. All right. Um. <laughs> maybe that maybe that last part's maybe going a little too far, but who knows? I mean, he's people are calling, taking, like, saying that he's like quarterback Jesus or something. I don't know. Um, then you have uh, uh, Jets quarterback. Uh, Jets took quarterback Zach Wilson again. Totally not a surprise. Uh, that was one hundred percent expected yep. um, for sure. Um, and then. 
49ers. This was the big one. This is what we were waiting yes. for. Who, who the fuck are they going to take? And the rumor was that it was going to be Mac Jones, and everyone was going to be like, oh my god, they took Mac Jones, like this like 30th ranked prospect at number three. Oh my god. No. They go with Trey Lance, the underdeveloped, but ultimately uh, more like talented quarterback uh, if as uh, Trey Lance from North Dakota State U. Um, so, yeah, Trey Lance. You you, you said it's a good Ch- pick. You like it? Yeah, I like I, I like it. I think he's a, he's a good pick for for Shanahan and to kind of develop for a bit. I sure. think this is a good good spot for him. Uh, Chet said Justin Fields. Oh, okay. Yeah. So well, Justin Fields. Well, actually, is a little far off, but it's the yes. It, hey, but it is uh is gonna be coming up uh before Mac Jones. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but then, okay, then Falcons. And I won't, okay. I won't necessarily go through every one of, uh, Chet's picks. Sure. No, it's okay. Just any, anything of note, you know? Yeah. Um, Falcons, that, this one, this one was an iffy one for me too. Like, I, I didn't know if the Falcons were going to trade back, if they were going to go with quarter, with a quarterback here, but no, they take the best player available. And that was Kyle Pitts, a generational potential changing talent, which brings me to just real quick, another like hitting the pause button here. Julio Jones may not be a Falcon when this is all when you know this off season is done. We go and we mm. you know kick kick off the the NFL season, mainly because of pe- cap issues. What do you think of that? That that was a report that came from someone, and I wish I could remember who. But that that was there has been reports that because of just cap space that they're looking to move Julio Jones. I do think that if they can get something good for it, it, it would be a good move. Um, mm-hmm. And and having Kyle Pitts is good insurance policy for that. Yeah, like that, that's um, that's to me like like yeah. At least at least you're not gonna lose like a ton of talent because at least you still you still have Calvin Ridley who does provide. Calvin Ridley some, is yeah. an insane wide receiver, and yeah. I am so happy that I have him on my dynasty team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I think that he he's I think that like. The fact that you have him and you have Kyle Pitts, and I, I think don't they have someone behind Calvin Ridley? I'm gonna forget now. Ugh. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll check. I'll check the roster. I do not remember. <laughs> there was there was someone else that people were bringing up, like, oh, you also had this. Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was uh, Russell Gage. I could be wrong, uh, but that was just another like you know just a, a nice backup. Russell wide Gage receiver. was. There, I don't know if he was like supposed to be like the next thing or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think it's just like it's like it's a depth position, and ultimately, like I think the thing is, if they move, if they remove Julio Jones, that's like, oh no, you know, maybe you're losing wide receiver depth. But Kyle Pitts is a wide receiver. Like they people are yeah. saying that he plays wide receiver and tight end, which is probably why they should also keep Hayden Hurst. Like I know he's been been talked about in trade uh, rumors, but I feel like you keep him around. Just because he's more of a tight end, you, right? And then, and then you have Kyle Pitts maybe move into a more wide receiver uh, type situation. Uh, but yeah, no, interesting pick by them. Bengals wide receiver, uh, Bengals drafted wide receiver Jamar Chase. This Can't hit on this one. Yeah, that's hey, <laughs> I I I did not. I was very skeptical about this pick because I was like. Man, you gotta protect Joe Burrow, though. Man, I that's I I'm I'm very concerned about the, about Joe Burrow behind this offensive line still. But hey, if if things hit for them, and and, and especially since Jamar Chase already has the chemistry there for Joe Burrow because they're college teammates, like it could work. 
it could work. So I, I mean, yeah. it, I, I can't bash the pick because it could work out for them. I just worry about Burrow. I want him to stay healthy because yeah, he's I mean, a fun they, quarterback. They'll have the that one injured first round pick back. Yeah. Um, and they drafted a guard in the early second round. That's so, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, 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 they, they are, they are addressing it, and I think yep. that's. I will see what the product is ultimately ends up being. If if it works again, like this team could be like a at least a middling team, uh, just because of the quarterback being there, because the weapons are there for sure, and then and if the offensive line works, then you're you're in good shape. Uh, then Dolphins uh, drafted wide receiver Jalen Waddle. This uh, this ultimately was Jamar Chase was the start, but this was like the start of a like train of college teammates being paired with the quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jalen Waddle being paired up with Tua uh, for the Dolphins, and then Lions I, to me got the steal of the draft, or one of the steals of the draft at least, with Penny Sewell falling to them. Uh, I agree. For a rebuilding team right now, the Lions not expected to compete this year. Big, big, big time get. They, and their offensive line looks pretty good with some of the other guys they already have there with Ragnow and Glasgow. And Just hope. Just got to hope for them that they actually build to a point where Sewell will still be useful. Uh, 100%. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's definitely a concern. But they, they, it's, uh, I think that was the fact that, again, that, that he landed in their laps. It, it kind of, it reminds me of when, um, and obviously it didn't really, it didn't quite work out for them. Uh, but at the time it was like, oh my God, the Jets got Leonard Williams. Because Leonard Williams was considered like top defensive prospect and he fell at number six. Yeah, for the Jets, and I was like, "Oh my God, it didn't work out for them. It's working out more for the Giants." But, um, yeah, that was that was a. It's kind of it's very reminiscent of that, but hopefully it works out more more out for Sewell and the Lions. Um, then Panthers draft the first defensive player in the draft, cornerback J.C. Horn. Now, you as the Panthers fan, I need to ask you: Did you did you ultimately feel good about the the lack of taking a quarterback here and wanting and do you feel like this was the best defensive player that they could have taken? I feel that well, I I don't know about best defensive player they could have taken. Sure. Um, I I feel quarterback wise, like um quarterback wise, I am fine with rolling the dice on Darnold. Yeah. And I've been I've been I've been clear on that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I think that I think that he still has some talent. There's the 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 Adam Gase principle is in play, um, and I uh, I I was like, okay, J C Horn. I was expecting like mid first round, but okay, all right. And then I saw J C Horn's college production, which was like, and the um the numbers against like all of the against like Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase and uh, Smith and Waddle. Mm-hmm. And how little those players did when uh, when uh, J.C. Horn was lined up with them. Yeah, and I, I felt really good. This guy's a good, good talent. Yeah, so. like I think I think one of the things that was happening a lot in the build up to the draft was that Sertan became like the big name that like people had to get. Like that was that was yeah. the defensive player of this draft in the in a lackluster defensive draft that he was the one that stood out, but. As the draft built up, people really started liking Horn a lot, a lot more, and I felt like Horn kind of reached a point where he was on the same level as Sertan, and it was as a safe of a pick as Sertan as well. And so, yeah, I, I, I do like the pick a lot for the Panthers, and it could work out for them. And they already have, like, they already drafted so many fucking defensive players, and <laughs> I think it took them, it took them till at least 
I want to say either round two or three of this draft to finally in the Matt Rule era uh, draft a offensive player. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, they, they they're definitely trying to build a young defense that's going to be powerful moving forward. Listen, Panthers are going to be a team to watch out for. They're probably going to break my heart again and lose like eight one score games. Potentially, <laughs> but hey, it, it, those close close games, it will it what could be helpful is a good defense, and they and they could yeah. and they could build towards that, you know. Um, and and Darnold generally is in a much better situation than he was with the Adam Gase Jets. You know, you lose Adam Gase, you become better. Generally, that's the rule. That's the rule of thumb. You have Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, who are, you already have a relationship with. This isn't going to turn into Panthers talk, but Panthers, watch out, watch yeah. out for them. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And now let's go to the Broncos here, because this was. This was like for me when I was watching. I was like, I I was uh, that was a busy Thursday because I got I had like a school I had attending class and I had a meeting like soon after that, and I was in between those two things and I wanted to make sure I wasn't in the meeting when the Broncos pick happened because to this point we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. We, Aaron Rodgers could be on the move, and yeah. um and then the Broncos handed in their pick. And I'm like, all right, well I guess they're gonna go with Fields or Jones, right? And no, neither on either. They take the best defensive player available, and that's Patrick Sertan. Uh, and this was surprising to me, and considering the fact that they do already have like some solid cornerbacks in their secondary. Um, but hey, shore it up, right? Like go back to the yeah. no fly zone uh, type territory that they used to be, and maybe and maybe this is like where that's the direction that they're looking to go. So fascinating pick. Um, and then next up was our first trade of the draft. It was the it was the Eagles <laughs> jumping over the Giants with, and trading and the trading with the Cowboys and the Cowboys went back to 12 and this pissed me off. I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like you you're like you're only doing this to fuck with the Giants even more after what you did to the franchise last year when you sat Jalen Hurts at week 17. Like you're 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 just like digging the dagger into the Giants' hearts way too much here, Eagles fans. Um but it's smart because most likely the Giants would have taken Devonta Smith, and all things considered, if that trade didn't happen, there's a there is a chance that the next pick didn't would not have happened. We'll get to that in a right. second. But wide right. receiver uh, Devonta Smith goes to the Eagles. Did the Eagles finally fucking help and change their wide receiver room forever? Drafting the Heisman winner. Who knows? Yeah, like no, no one no, knows. No one knows. Like it's, Eagles don't have a good track record on this shit. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. They've trapped wide receivers all the time, and it never Arthago works out. Whiteside, bust. Jalen Rager, injured a lot. Don't know if it's a bust yet. But Nelson just, Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, on his third team. <laughs> right. at, although to be fair, Nelson Aguilar probably the wide receiver one on his current team. Oh my God, where where is he now? Oh, Patriots. The Patriots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's true. You never know. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that's true. Julian Edelman, they're retired. I think we forgot to talk about that. Um, yeah. Good, good, good receiver. Good receiver. Um, I, um, but yeah, no, like, it's, and that's the thing. Like, I, 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 you think that the Heisman winner would finally work out for the Eagles, right? You think that a guy that with this much talent and this much, like, like, the wide receivers in this in this draft were so deep that you would think that this would finally work out for the Eagles, but yeah, you just you just do not know. 
And then we get to the main event of the draft. All of a sudden, Dave Gibbons like, hey, it's me, Dave, you know, calling up the Chicago Bears. The, or actually, no, I guess the Bears baby called him. And, and and then the ride pace of Dave Gilman, probably the two among the most scrutinized GMs in the NFL at the moment, or at least as of the moment of this draft, they have this exchange that they're like, hey, you know what, you guys want to swap picks? And boom, diggity, the Bears move up all the way from 20 to 11 and in terms of the overall draft picks, uh, they uh, they basically get um, uh, a fourth round pick uh, from this this past draft, and then for next year a first round pick and a fourth round pick. And who are the Bears coming up to get? You knew it had to be quarterback, and I would I was. Yeah. terrified that it was going to be Mac Jones. So yeah, so just to give you a play-by-play, because this was this was great for us. Because I'm the Giants <laughs> fan, Matt was a Bears fan. This trade, the biggest trade in the draft, took place between our two teams, and it was just like, oh my god, holy fuck, this is great content for us <laughs> for our podcast, and just great for us generally. Um, Can I read off the texts? Yeah, go ahead, just hit, hit us with it. All right, know. as soon as, as soon as this loads. Uh, but it was essentially so. Well, actually, let me get, let me just uh, just uh, set, set up the text message re- real quick because I was sitting there watching. I, I was in the meeting at that point. I was in the middle of my meeting yep. trying to you know we, we were we we're working on a project, and I had my mic muted. I was letting other people talk. Completely started ignoring what they were saying because all of a sudden <laughs> I look up at the screen and before the graphic came up, um, and I closed Twitter so Twitter probably knew about what was going on before I did. Uh. Um, I look up and I see the backboards of the draft because they have like the big boards that show like who's picking. And I saw that the name that was there was not the New York Giants. I was like, wait, <laughs> what is that? And I saw a C and I saw, I saw Chicago Bears. And I'm like, oh my fuck. And I immediately text Matt. And this is like a the exchange. Yeah. So, okay. So the exchange was, uh, this was around, I think after the Broncos pick, I said, Geez, Fields and Jones still being available is making me nervous. And you said hashtag Bears. Yeah, I, yeah, because I was like, this is good. This is good news for the Bears. This is great news for the Bears. And then I said, Fields, please, Jones. I'm a bit if you're on, not sure of character. Sure. And then, oh boy, trade. You say Bears, courtesy of Giants. And then me, oh my God, my God, please, please be Fields. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't Roger Goodell. It was another guy that I think from the Chicago area that ended up coming. That was on stage. And he read it out. Uh, Bears yep. select quarterback Justin Fields. For the second time in the Ryan Pace era, a trade-up for a quarterback. And this time it is Justin Fields. Not nearly as scrutinized as the first one was. Even like, no. Like, like, the first time people were, were right out of the gate where people were like, eh, that, was, that was a weird trade for them. This one, this is universally praised by the football condescendency. What do you think? Hey, man. What do you think? I adore it mm-hmm. i i was not going into this draft thinking that we were going to get a quarterback yeah just because the 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 name of the game the past few years has been you need a top pick to get a quarterback mm-hmm. and with justin fields who many people say is the second best player in this draft yep i was not expecting him to get past 10 let alone the bears be the ones to get him yeah i mean he got past 10 it was the wild yeah. part and he was going to keep on falling because the Giants would have gone, you know, would have gone, would have gone with a wide receiver, I'm guessing, or so, or someone. 
Cowboys weren't going to draft a quarterback. Chargers weren't going to draft a quarterback. I think the Vikings, I think, were the ones that you would have to be worried about because the Vikings were actually the the the, the uh, reports after the fact were that they were going to go for Justin Fields if it were for the fact that the Bears fucked them over, which is great because the individual rivals, you know, fuck yourself, fuck, fuck your yeah, rivals over, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But um, so there was probably like a little bit of breathing room that the bears had, but good that you jumped on it and mm-hmm. man, it's a, such a good pick. And I think there was so much debate about fields and it was, it was kind of just obnoxious. Like, Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't really like, you know, he's not a real team player, you know, like he, Oh, he doesn't go to, he's not like the first in first out type guy. Oh like my it, God. Who cares? It was, it was like the typical like NFL football scout giving excuses, yeah. uh, you know, type thing. Like just tell him you don't like, just say you don't like him. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Like I don't like Ohio state either, but yeah, like, don't like I, it a little bit more now, but like to me, like the dude has so much talent and like that big of a name in college football I understand that, like, because you have a big name in college football doesn't mean you're, you're going to be a successful quarterback. Of course. I, 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 there's a, those absolutely could be the case. And not every single one of these quarterback picks are going to work out. Like, that's just science. That's just the but science of this whole thing. A 68 completion percentage for 5,300 yards and 63 touchdowns in two years. Plus yeah. 867 yards and 15 touchdowns rushing. Yeah. But that's and that's the thing. Like he's just, but he's just a big name, and he he beat Clemson, which is hard to fucking do. And, yeah, you know, it's like I mean, I, obviously with the help, Ohio State was very deep and talented, had a lot of different players, but just but Justin Fields fucking helped, you know. And so and, here's the thing: so was Clemson. Well, right? No, I know. I, yeah. I, I I'm I'm just saying though. Like I I'm not trying to you know I'm not I I think I'm just saying that Fields is he is. He's a this guy that I feel like he's going to embrace this situation. I think he's going to do very well. I I so I I'm so excited for you. I think this is so much more. This is more fun than anything. Uh, I I could have you know imagined because I did think like oh my god they're gonna trade up for Mac Jones. They're gonna fucking do it. Like I I I did not have faith because I feel like Ryan Pace like does does not deserve the benefit of the doubt, and for at least the moment. I'm not saying that like this still won't be like a winner bust year for Ryan Pace and Mike Nagy. Like I think they're still their asses are still on fire, but this certainly helps. If Justin Fields is successful this year, this will certainly help both of their job status, um, statuses moving forward, which is could be a good or bad thing. I mean, you never like we, we it's gonna. This is a yeah. very fascinating season for the season, for the Bears. Yeah, um, we're we're spending a lot of time on the Bears because I think the the draft pick was so uh, important. Well, it also included both of our teams. Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's both of our teams. You guys gotta give us. Yeah, we, this is right. our space. You know, it's fine. Yeah. So with I I, I, I I am under the opinion that that um, that Matt Nagy will, if given if given the right pieces, he will be able to to put production out there. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky was not that. Trubisky was not a Matt Nagy choice. Sure. Uh, it was Ryan Pace choice. But John Fox was the coach at the time, and we all know how that turned out. Yeah, no, it was disaster. Yeah. It was just, it so, was just a disaster in the making. With with Justin Fields, who has a lot more college experience and is, in general, a better player, I 
I feel really confident about this. I do think that the Bears are going to have some success this season and and in the future. It it is a great pick, and this absolutely is the type of pick that saves you your job. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It it definitely could. It definitely could. And so we'll we'll. I it, I'm more I'm so interested in watching the Bears this year. That's I I'm I usually try to it's it's been hard for me in the last few years to get excited about it. I I I only I'm like I I kind of try to live through your excitement of, of Bears season like and try to yeah. like look for that. But like now I'm just even by myself I'm just like ah oh, the Bears are gonna be interesting. Like now now like I'm very curious to see how they how they uh, how everything kind of plays out with them uh, moving forward. Um, and we'll talk. We'll talk more, uh, e- even more general off season as we as we go through the summer. Um, but now, uh, uh, just to, and we'll start rattling off picks here. And if you guys, if we stop on anything interesting, uh, we can we can pause. Uh, Cowboys drafted uh, linebacker Micah Parsons. Chargers drafted offensive tackle Rashawn Slater Jr. The Jets traded up in this uh, to with the Vikings. Vikings traded down. Uh, this was a, as big of a leap as I believe the Bears took for the Giants. Um, and the Jets drafted a guard, Elijah Vera Tucker. And now there, so the, my opinion on this is all the Jets fans that are upset that the, the Jets took a guard, please shut up. Like it's like, <laughs> it's a guard. It's a it's, guard. You need it. You, you need it. It's an off, like, it's a, just because it's not like a very like splashy like position on the field, it's a fucking important position. Offensive line matters. When people say that like the football was played in the trenches, like yeah, it's a cliche saying, but like it's kind of true. Offensive line matters. You do need to have protectors, and having another a guy that was a safe pick for them, like I think is I, I think it's a huge win for them to get yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker. So good, good for them. And then the New England Patriots, the post Tom Brady era, finally has a young quarterback uh, to to start to put the face on. You know, like the like this this is the this is the post Brady era. You know, like right. the, the promos of like the documentaries on that, and then Mac Jones's face is now fucking in the center of that because Mac Jones was taken here. Um, now I I want to return to something that you said in our text messages, you said that you felt like Mac Jones had character issues. What was that? What, what, like what regards? This could have been, this could have been Twitter bullshit. Um, and just me getting caught up in the hype. Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Mac Jones had some, Mac Jones had a couple DUIs. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Which I I think was the big thing. Mm hmm. Um, and DUI when he was 19, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, DUI is not good, and it's not like no. I'm not sitting here being like, ah, he's 19. Like, no, you should not fucking drink and drive. Like, you're you, at 19. You have a uh, you have a pro. You, you're able to process those decisions. You shouldn't make those fucking decisions. You should have done that. Uh, um, oh, there's another one. Ooh. Oh. Well, what's that? Hit me with it. Um. Let's see. Uh, X. <laughs> Ex Alabama QB Mac Jones caught wearing uh wearing a uh President Obama costume that says no Obama. Ooh. So there's that too. LMAO yikes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so alright, so so alright, so then he's a problematic he's problematic you know that's yeah. it, but unfortunately we have a few of those in the league. You know, like it's just it's a it's a persistent issue. Yep. Um 
in terms of the of this pick, you know, you just putting that aside, um, it's I th- I think that generally people had Mac Jones rated as the fifth best quarterback in the draft, so yeah. he did get drafted fifth best, and people did find this as a value pick generally that like people felt yeah. like this was a solid pick for the Patriots, a quarterback that they could build around, maybe not a starter right out of the gate, but then she have Cam Newton start out as the quarterback in New England and then Mac Jones joins in the fray. Um but I I mean I look at this pick and character issues yeah, like that's not like great things uh yeah. at all. But I, I think that this was the right pick for them. Like they had, they I, had, I agree. They I had, agree. they had to make a choice. They had to, they had to go. They had to pick someone of the young quarterbacks. They had to, they had to move forward with someone to build around. Because otherwise, I mean, what are they doing at that point? Like what? Like I, I understand that there is this faith around Cam Newton still, and I, 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 I understand that that he's this MVP quarterback that you know all of a sudden has really fallen off the hill and we don't know why he's not what he used to be but i don't have faith in the guy that he's going to all of a sudden turn things around you know like it's 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 kind of reached that point where it's like he's kind of he's this has been kind of multiple years now where he's been injured and kind of but all this, and then just not playing super well and yeah and granted the patriots team last year was not a deep team you know, talent wise. So maybe the talent boom of this off season could help him in that sense and put him in position. I don't know. It, it's a, they're a fascinating team to follow. I just, I, I think that they made the smart move by taking a quarterback and starting to groom him at the very least and potentially have him start. If Cam Newton does not work out. That's how I see I, it. At least I agree. I agree. Um, But the fuck the, you know, the, no bomba shit, you know. Come on, yeah. Um, uh, all right. Uh, the Cardinals then draft linebacker Zayvon Collins. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> so the 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 theme of like all these drafts under Mike Mayock and John Gruden have been like, who? Like why? <laughs> why are we doing this now? <laughs> like he, like I don't want to know. Um, they take offensive tackle Alex Leatherwood. And they're like, and it's so funny because like, I so I watch NFL Network and uh, for those who are, who have been watching for many years know that Mike Mayock used to be the NFL draft analyst for NFL Network. I was watching as this pick happened and Daniel Jeremiah, who is the replacement for Mike Mayock, who's Daniel Jeremiah has done a fantastic job as a draft analyst. I think he's like, he's one of my like favorite follows in terms of like really having good insight on the draft picks. Top two analyst. Top two analyst. I mean, well, right. Well, you're the. It's him and uh, uh, what's his what's his face from Mel Kiper, um, in the ESPN. Oh, like, they, oh okay, I see. I see how it is. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I, 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 it's it's Chet Avery. Just you know, Chet Avery's just a given. You know, like you, you never have to say he's like. He, he, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Matt. Those are draft analysts. Chet Avery is a draft god. Like it's a separate oh, okay, category. Okay, right, it's a, se- right, it's, it's a right. separate category completely. So, uh, but no, da- so Daniel Jeremiah's on TV and he's just like, "This is an interesting pick." <laughs> like he's <laughs> he doesn't want to shit on his former colleague and like a guy right. that he looks up to. Like he doesn't like he doesn't want to like do that. So he's just like, "That was an interesting pick. I had him in the second or third round. 
interesting pick. Interesting pick. Like, really, really nice about it. But, like, yeah. you kind of tell her, like, what are you doing? And then like, Mayo came on a few days later. He's like, I don't fucking give a shit what people think. He was like, all right, I can, I can respect it. I hope it works yeah, out for you, go. man. But, you know, it's just... Um, Dolphins uh, drafted edge rusher Jalen Phillips. Uh, the football team drafted a linebacker Jamin Davis. That defense is fucking scary. That I'm telling you, they're going to be uh, like Washington a top, is going to be fantastic this year. They're, they're going to be a top five defense, and if Ryan Fitzpatrick works for them, man, oh boy, oh my god, I I'm excited. I'm excited for Ron Rivera. Yeah, like I I'm excited that he's getting like I'm glad that he got to the team and that and like. They changed their fucking stupid nickname. They, they, the culture generally. I mean, the culture's still bad because Dan Schneider's still there. Like that's that's just right. like that's a, that's an existing issue that he needs to go. But like the team that he has building right now, and like who Ron Rivera is as a person, who I think I think many people would agree is a very he's a very decent human being. Like. Yeah, and you want him to succeed. He's someone that's very easy to root for. So to see him have a team that's like that looks like it's going to be successful, I'm I'm so excited for him. So, uh, uh yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, then the Giants, they draft wide receiver K- Kadarius Tony. Now, I was all right with the pick. I was just like, okay, it seems like a reach. Uh, Dan Hans is who I follow from the Around the NFL podcast. Was like, doesn't it always feel like? the david gelvin just kind of like has one direct line that he's always going to follow <laughs> and, he's, and, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing but that's basically was like he just he, he's never gonna like he must take a wide receiver no matter what like he was gonna take yeah. a wide receiver at number 11 but no but he's still gonna take a wide receiver at number 20 granted Kadarius tony is being tr- being compared to the talent of like tyreek hill and like those like speedy wide receivers and like that mm-hmm. that it could end up working out for um you know it, that it's going that is a very like flashy talent for uh, the giants offense could be good with galladay too right like i i'm i'm where i'm at with the giants is i don't for once, I will go into the season thinking like they could be a playoff team. That would not surprise me if they're a playoff team. I that has not been the case the last few years. So improvement, right? Yeah. I still think they could be a mediocre team. I still think they could even be a bad team. I mean, there's room for that. But I think that they have a defense that they, that is beginning to grow and begin beginning to get good. They have had like they did kind of windle down as the season went by. So like. I'm hoping that they kind of can consistently be good throughout the season this time. But then you pair that with an offense that has a ton of weapons now, a ton of different tools that Daniel Jones could work with. If Daniel Jones can fucking succeed, uh, I would be flabbergasted, but I, I'll be so down. You know, I did not love the Daniel Jones pick, even though I wanted them to draft the quarterback. Cause I think that, I thought that oh man, like Daniel Jones, that was picked early. Granted, I wanted Dwayne Haskins over Daniel Jones. Look how that worked out. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, ultimately, like I do want to see Daniel Jones succeed. I hope that he does. Um, but I that's the big question going into the season for the Giants. I do think this was a a, a decent pick. Could have gotten something better. Um, but ultimately, if it doesn't work out, hey. We fired Dave Gilliman, and the new GM has a has two first round draft picks to work with, and, there you go. and a semi talented team already. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> so, like I can't be mad right now. Ultimately, as a Giants fan, 
Um, right. uh, next up is my second favorite pick of the entire first round. Yes. So the Colts <laughs> drafted edge rusher. Quitty pay, quitty pay, quitty pay. Quitty pay, quitty pay, quitty pay, quitty pay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will say, like, I, I I I love that. I love the I love the pun that we came up with on that. <laughs> quitty does have like the the name actually does have like is very meaningful. So I don't want to make fun of it too much. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so but he has one of my favorite stories of the draft. Uh he was born in uh Liberia. Is that how you pronounce it? Liberia. Yeah, Liberia. He's of a librarian heritage. He, um, uh, he was uh, born in the, or excuse me, actually, he was born in a refugee camp in Guinea during the aftermath of the first Liberian Civil War and emigrated to the United States as a baby. Um, uh, he was, uh, his, he's named Quiddy after his maternal grandfather who was killed during the war and his mother, along with him and his brother, uh, moved to Providence, uh, Rhode Island, where when he was six months old. So he came from a just a, a rough situation, and he has just grown up to be like. And he came in, and he came to the draft that well he was at home, but he had a awesome Black Panthers styled suit that was so fucking dope. Like it just, I was just like, oh man, this guy's cool. Like he is just he like beyond the name and what we made we made of it from the from the first uh from the draft episode like he I think he is my favorite player of the draft because he's just like he just like he has such a cool back not a uh, cool backstory but like a very like engaging and interesting backstory that he was able to kind of work from where he where his family was to where they are now and the fact that he's going to be able to make a ton of money and put his family into a much better state like. It's just like I don't know. It's just a feel good story, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I the fact that we that Chet Avery nailed that pick was great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it was just fan. It was just fantastic. Um. So I'm so excited about that. And then, uh, the Titans drafted cornerback Caleb Farley. This was an interesting pick because he was the one that had some injury concerns. Um, and also drafted, or not drafted, Jesus, was, um, tested positive for COVID, um, uh, just before the draft. So he had to be set home. He was going to attend the draft. Um, but even beyond all that, he was, despite the interest injury concern, he is considered like a top quarterback prospect. Um, so this is, could be a big pickup for the Titans. And then the Vikings, who, who this was the pick the Jets had, Vikings drafted uh, offensive tackle Christian Darasaw. And then the Steelers take running back Najee Harris. What did you think about this pick instead of an offensive lineman? I actually think it's a good pick. You like it. You like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, d- definitely through a uh, more a fantasy lens than anything else. Sure. Because sure. r- rookie running backs can be exciting. Pittsburgh was one of the locations where, where a running back makes sense to go to. Mm-hmm. And I think Najee is uh, talented enough that he'll be able to uh, uh, he'll be able to succeed here. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just think the big concern is the offensive line. Like that, of course. they did not address that at no. all in their draft. No, that's gonna that that's definitely gonna be an issue. Um, and I think that that's like I mean it, it probably might, it might be more of an issue for Big Ben, but if Najee Harris could carry the team on his back, I mean that's and that works out. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the good thing. And and, they, and maybe like I think there's been like a lot of like. 
eh, the Steelers are not like doing like amazing in the off season. Like I think there's a lot of like like and also like how the se- how the season ended for them in such a miserable fashion. Like I think there's a lot of like oh I don't know about I don't know about the Steelers team, but I think that they're gonna end up being like a little bit better than I think what we're gonna predict right now because I think that they do still have a lot of good defensive players there. And I think that, again, if Najee Harris works out for them and the young wide receivers work out for Big Ben, like, I, I, they, there's room. There's room for them to still, like, succeed. I don't know if they can do what they did last year. No. But, like, I could see this team being, like, 9, 7, 10, and 6, making to, like, the wild card weekend at least. You know? Like, or at, or at, you know, at their best, I think. Yeah. You know? But, if, 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 you know, I, I, but I also could see where this team completely fall, falls apart. And then the Jaguars take Trevor Lawrence's teammate and right hand man, running back Travis Atene. Etienne. Like, Etienne, excuse me. Um, my goodness, like why? That's so crazy. Why you have James Robinson right there? You <laughs> fucking struck gold. You could have. Do you see that defense, Urban? <laughs> No, let's add another running back who's now going to be, I guess, your third down back with your one-two punch of James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. Woo! (laughs) Way to go, Urban. Yeah, like, I'm like, I don't know about that pick. I mean, I I feel like it's, I feel like Urban Meyer is just being cheeky. I don't know. I just feel like he's just like, I, do we think that Urban Meyer secretly wants to be Davo Sweeney? I don't know. Like, does he does he want that? Was... So he's just drafting his players. Yeah, he's just ta- he's just <laughs> taking all of his players. Like, that'll I, like, do it for for whatever reason. Like the Texans, uh, the Texans just give up and they just trade Deshaun Watson division to the Jaguars <laughs> because, and then like Urban Meyer, you just see the transformation begin to happen. He's wearing like orange all the time. He accidentally shows up to a Clemson football game. Like, like he just like all hell breaks loose. <laughs> like, just oh god, that would I I he, he I, and then like in two years he leaves for the Clemson jobs when Davis Sweeney comes up to the NFL. Like it just it's it's this is all my lore. I'm I'm building my lore. It'll it'll, it'll flesh out over time. Browns corner t- draft cornerback Greg Newsom uh, the second. Uh, Browns are getting some high marks on their draft. They people are really liking what they did. Yeah. Uh, Ravens wide res- tra- uh, draft wide receiver Rashad Bateman. I mean, this just makes sense to draft a wide receiver here. They need yep. a wide receiver. Uh, Saints drafted defensive end Peyton Turner. Uh, and then we get to the Packers pick. Uh, just why just keep on keep on refusing to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Cornerback Eric Stokes. Cool. All right. Who the yep. fuck is that? I don't know. Hopefully, hope I'm. I wish him the best, but I also who the fuck knows who he is. Also, um, you made a mistake, Green Bay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Bills uh, draft edge rusher Gregory Rousseau. Ravens draft edge rusher Jason Oway. And last but not least, of the first round, Buccaneers draft edge rusher Joe Tryon. Another uh, Chet hit. Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. <laughs> uh, but so that that was a uh, long segment, but we got, yeah. but we, we had, but no, it was it was necessary. We fleshed out the draft. Um, overall, you know, I I think it's just it's so hard to say like if we all succeeded or not. But I think you know, I think everyone has a reason to be excited about their teams. You know, like I yeah. I, I kind of get like. People get like, oh, stop being excited. You don't know if it's all gonna succeed because I'm just like, you know what? Let, let people be excited. You know, sometimes football football needs. 
people need to be happy about football sometimes, you know? Even, like, yeah. the really shitty franchises, you know? Like, that, that, you know, let their fans down constantly, and, like, they'll never have, like, a Super Bowl champion whatsoever. Let people be excited, you know? Like, it's, it's stupid. Um, <laughs> speaking of excitement, the, the, the schedule release is coming next week, and we are going to make some quick predictions here um, about where certain matchups are going to be. We're going to start with the kickoff game. What do you have in mind, my dude, for the kickoff? So I wanted to I, I did want to go the Super Bowl champ route. Okay. Um, but I didn't want to go a division matchup, and that, that made it a little bit little bit weird because the Bucks don't have um the Bucks don't have a ton of high importance home games, I guess you could say. Uh, in yeah. terms of in terms of prestige. So I went with the Cowboys. Okay. Okay. Just because I feel like they'd be marketable enough. Right, and that like you could easily be like, all right, Dak Prescott returns to the field to take yeah. on Tom Brady. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, like, it's, it's, it, it the storylines are there. Jerry Jones will, you know, rake in the money. It's all good. You know, I get it. Um, I ended up going, I went with the Bills. Uh, I, with Bills at Buccaneers, I, I felt like this was, it's. I think the storylines are just that you know, Bills were one game away from facing the Buccaneers in Super Bowl. Mm, yeah. Um, and I also thought Tom Brady and the Bills have a history where Tom Brady just dismantled the Bills constantly. Um, and that it would be fun for the Bills to come into Tampa Bay after they win a Super Bowl champion and uh, potentially destroy them. Yeah, <laughs> to start the season off on a bad foot, or Tom Brady just does what he does with the Bills and and rakes, rakes them over the coals. You know, like either way, an interesting storyline uh, for for the kickoff. So, but I I, I think that's if it's not in division because I could see in division there. Uh, I think it's gonna be it could I think it's gonna be one of those two because Cowboys for the ratings purpose and just because of the just general intrigue of the Cowboys or the Bills as a playoff team. Yeah. Um. And then uh, the Thanksgiving games, because that's the only one that we like know that there's going to be like a set formula for. So uh, for the 1 p.m. game, what do you have for the Lions? I decided I wanted to do something, uh, uh, something uh, non-conference for the Lions, sure. just because sure. I thought that would uh, that would uh, uh, make things interesting, and have a uh, uh, have a team that a lot of people are going to want to watch. So I have Baltimore at, at Detroit. I actually have the same thing. I wow. Think, All right. I think the reason why for that was I, I was thinking along the same lines as you. And I, I think because um, CBS and Fox kind of like switch between the two um, uh, the two time slots constantly for this. So like sometimes Fox has the early game and sometimes CBS has the uh, early game. I think because I think this year CBS will have the 1 p.m. game. Hmm. I think it makes sense. Oh wait, no, the Texans played last year, didn't they? Texans did, yeah. Oh fuck! All right, whatever. I'll keep Ravens. We're gonna we'll, we'll keep it. <laughs> we'll keep it. All <laughs> right. Uh, throw all my points to the side. All right. Uh, next, uh, four p.m. Uh, I have uh, a. T- I feel like they do Eagles at Cowboys or Washington at Cowboys constantly. I'm just gonna yeah. do the other NFC East team. I'm gonna say Giants at Cowboys for this. There one. you go. What do you have? Uh, I I did Washington this time. Mm-hmm. Just because I think Washington's going to be super fun this year, I would love to see them play on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think that's like it's a more like you're you're preparing for a more fun matchup in that sense. I for sure, I totally get that. Um, and then what is your primetime game? My primetime game decided on doing a NFC South rivalry because uh, that seems to be relatively common. I did Panthers and Falcons. 
There you go. There you go. Um, we had um last time, which they fucking could not pull off last year because of the COVID stuff. Yeah. Um, they did initially have an AFC uh primetime matchup plan between the Ravens and Steelers that got pushed around like crazy. Um, but if it succeeds this time, they'll have another AFC matchup in the Chargers at Chiefs. Be like a fun Herbert Mahomes primetime matchup at Thanksgiving. I like that. Yeah, could be could be something to suckle all your teeth on, you know, for like because Thanksgiving. All right, uh, so <laughs> let's move on to the, uh, so so we have we I wanted to talk have like highlight five matchups that we thought would be interesting. Did you come up with a list yourself or did you... I did not. <laughs> okay, so, all right, I cool. I have a list then. All right, we'll uh, we'll use your list. Um, I have I let's we're gonna we're gonna pinpoint five matchups and we're gonna take our guesses to what week it's actually gonna be played on. We're gonna start. With the Tom Brady revenge game, Buccaneers at Patriots is playing. Where do you think this game is played? That's gotta be. I mean, we 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 already had Week One covered. Yeah. Yeah, and, and plus go week. Is... Go ahead. I'm gonna go Week Ten. Oh, okay, Week Ten. Week Ten. Important important part of the season. Hmm. But not super late. Okay, I, I'm gonna say. Just uh, for the sake of um, wanting to not have like, if the Patriots, I I, I would I'm gonna take a guess and say, I'm not saying the Patriots will be 100% dreadful this year, but in case that does end up happening, um, just to prepare for a situation like that, I'm gonna say that happens week three in prime time, okay. maybe. Uh, just to kind of be like, hey, you know, Patriots are zero and two. Don't worry, it's we can still make this matchup seem more interesting. Right. It's gonna be interesting regardless, though. So, uh, works out. Um, all right. Next up, Matthew Stafford hosts his former team, the Lions. Where do you think Lions at Rams will be played out on the schedule? I think that that is that actually might be. Uh, I, I also like how you said Matt Stafford and not Jared Goff. Oh I, well, yeah, who, who cares about golf, right? Now, right. Well, no, you know, you're right though. The golf is yeah. golf is, uh, golf, is, is... golf and Safford, uh, they're they're facing their former team. It's a yeah, exactly. Good storyline. Yeah, I'll go week five. Week five, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, I feel like again, like I I want to I want to keep my strategy is to keep these early as well, just because I feel like again they want to prepare for if certain you know, quarterbacks go down. I'm going to, I'll go later though here. I'll say like, I'll say week eight. I'll say week eight for this one. Uh, See if we do well on that. All right. Next up. (laughs) And this one I feel like should be talked about more, but it's not Texans at Cardinals. I know the Texans are going to be shit this year, (laughs) but come on. You got JJ Watt. You got DeAndre Hopkins. They were, they're, they're, they're hosting their, their former team. That's in fucking shambles. Yeah. Just just trying to pick up the scraps. They took Davis Mills with their first pick (laughs) in the draft, man. They're giving up. They're taught they're throwing in the towel. It's over. (laughs) This, this game is already, the score is already written down, but where is it going to be played? They're going to bury it. In, you know what? They're going to bury it um, in the first round of the fantasy playoffs. So week fourteen. Week fourteen. Cool, cool. <laughs> I like that. I, I was thinking along the same lines. I'm going to say it's week seventeen because because of the week. Even though seventeen is usually division. Well, because oh of... the, right, there's eighteen weeks. Shit. There's eighteen weeks, Shit. man. 
There's 18 weeks. That's the ah. thing. Yeah, so that, that's the, something they keep in mind here. So I, I, I purposely did not pick division matchups because I knew that shit was going to like confuse the fuck out of us. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm going to say week 17. I'm going to say this is going to be the, the uh, like a final matchup. Pro- There's, of course, you know, never know if those players will be available for that, that game. But who cares? The Texans are terrible. All right. Next up, Sam Darnold revenge game as the Jets come to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Ready? I, I'll, I'll start this one. Okay. I'm going to say week one, baby. I'm going to yeah, say. I'm, I like that. I'm, I'm, pick, I'm picking week one just to see. The, uh, like, let's see. Your, your first test in the new uniform is against your former team. Let's see how you do, uh, Sam Darnold. What do you, what do you think? I'm going to say there's, uh, there's enough storylines following week one that they're going to do that one week two. Ooh, all right. I like the squeeze. I like the squeeze yeah. picks here. All right. All right. So then next, uh, and um, finally, I should say, uh, the Jaguars at Bengals. And the storyline here, outside the Cats, is Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, the quarterbacks that took each other on in the NFC, in the uh, CFB championship uh, mm. two years back when Joe Burrow dem- demolished Trevor Lawrence in a very rare lo- loss for Lawrence. Lawrence never loses, but lost that game. Um, what do you think is going to happen here? What do you or what do you th- what do you think is going to be do I think? Um, that placed. That's got like That's got like week 6 written all over it. Week 6. Yeah. I, I kind of feel that. I kind of feel that. I'm I'm going to I'm going to say this is what I'm actually going to put later. I'm going to say week 11 for okay. this one. And I'll do math on this, and we'll see how far apart each of us are uh, on each of them. Um, I also, just in case we we already talked about one of the matchups, I had Dolph as a Titans ran down because Ryan Tannehill is playing against ah. his team. We don't have yeah. to do a prediction for that, but that was a uh, that was another just just very interesting storylines to follow uh, throughout the season. I'm looking forward to it. All right, so we'll see how well we do. You see if we've pinpointed well. I don't know what the prize is. I'll think about it. Uh, we have to. We'll we have. We have to reward people their spoons. By the way, I forgot about that. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. Uh, <laughs> that'll be a summer project. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. We got. We got to reward people spoons for their yeah. for their uh for their time at the first season of BBBFL. Be... Speaking of which, <laughs> I'll be Ricky's housewarming gift. <laughs> is he? Oh, is he moving? Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, he's just. <laughs> opens up the empty house and resting in the middle of the floor is just a wooden spoon. A <laughs> boy spoon. Congratulations. <laughs> he just says congratulations on it. <laughs> <laughs> it just has the fucking like it has like a ball of yarn on it. <laughs> just like what the he's not even gonna know what the fuck it's from. <laughs> Alright. Let us make our next team. So just to catch you all up. So far in our next season of the BFL, we have the Ketchikan Cosmos, the Naples Astral Gators, and the Portsmouth Submarines. And now, we're heading to Dakota. Ooh. Okay. South Dakota. One one big Dakota. Not, no, unfortunately, not one big Dakota yet. Oh, Should oh. be. Should be. Should be. <laughs> We, we're not getting into that. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, but yeah, South Dakota, uh, Brookings. I'm curious. I guess it would be pronounced Brookings. B R O O K I N G S is the spelling yep. on that. 
is a city in Brookings County, so that's actually the county as well. Um, so the first thing that stood out to me when I'm looking at this team, uh, looking at, excuse me, at this city, at this town, um, there's a section called Railroad on it. Uh, uh, as it turned out, they're talking about history here. None of the three towns were chosen to be passed through by the railroad. Oh, wait. So they're saying the, the railroad crossed the Minnesota state line and into Brookings County on October 2nd, 1879. The track's being built at about one mile per day. The track and first train reached Brookings Main Street on, on October 18th, 1879. Uh, the railroad station was opened up a month later. Okay, so that, that actually does not... It may seem like that was a big part of their history. Uh, I <laughs> guess I, I guess not. Uh, so, never mind. I, I, I had a lot of ideas. I was just like, alright. What can what kind of cyberpunky shit like or, or uh, not cyberpunk steampunk train shit can we come up with here? Um, so any anything for I know you just started looking, but anything that stands out to you about Brookings, South Dakota? Uh, I, I I was immediately, I was looking at this um, for just a second because uh, I believe that so Brookings is home to uh, South Dakota State University. Oh, Jack, the Jackrabbits. Jackrabbits, yeah. And if I'm correct, I have like a great uncle, like a distant relative who used to be a track coach here. Okay, all right. So we we got you know we're, we're, <laughs> we we have a connection yeah. here. Yeah, that's that's fun. All um, right, let me uh, let me check. Yeah, South Dakota is eligible. Oh yeah, no, I, it was yeah. twenty thousand uh, was the population. I had a yeah. few busts. Uh, this was a tough one to dig through because there was there was a few ones. First, I got Anchorage, which is already we already have yeah, already an got, Alaska already team. <laughs> we already got Alaska team, and then there was another one that was like, oh okay, interesting. I forget what the name of it was, uh, but that had like a population of like six thousand. You're like, ah, yeah. that's that's a little that's a little bit on the smaller side. You know, we got to support a bigger population. But the fact that South Dakota State University is here is nice, you know, because that, yeah. that, that's this team, this town knows football. Then you know, it's a football town. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's say? not quite not quite North Dakota State, but not yeah. It's not, <laughs> you, you have to reach those levels, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you got undefeated every fucking season. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, uh. I'm trying to. They they're really. What's really bumming me out about this one is that they outside they do have a long history, but like I said, they have a railroad section that barely talks about the railroad. They're like, uh, the railroad. It took a while for the railroad to reach there, and now the railroad's here. Um, <laughs> what the? I'm dumb. What the hell's a midary midary? Oh no, that's a town. Metary? That's a town. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, I don't know what that is supposed yeah, to be. Pioneer Metary Railroad. Okay. I see. So that was the first real. T- oh wait. So this is. Am I looking at the? Ca- oh no. This is a city. This is a city. No, it's okay. a city. Yeah. It, it's, in, it's, it's in Brookings County. Right. That's why I'm like. I, am I accidentally looking at the county Wikipedia? Is why I kind of went through my brain uh, there. I was gotcha. like, oh, I, like. It, but I, I realized that a city can have multiple towns within the city. Like I, 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 I get that. You know. Um. Is the hometown of the main char- of the main character in Netflix's series Love? Which, I don't. I know. I know that that exists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know much about that. Is yeah. uh, Brookings is the hometown of Charles Percy in the ABC medical drama <laughs> Greg's Gray's Academy. Gray's Anatomy. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Gray's Academy. This is that's their spinoff. Yeah. You know, show that's that's like their version that's of Scrubs the Scrubs. Season nine. 
That's season nine, right? There you go. <laughs> Brookings, although misspelled as Brookings, is mentioned several times in By the Shore of Silver Lake novel by Laura Ingalls. <laughs> I know, just snores. Um, uh, Brokies was featured in the reality TV show Three Wishes. Okay, so you all are so fucking uninteresting. Yeah, there's not much, not much going on here. It is South Dakota. But... It is in South Dakota. Sorry, we just this is one of those states that just becomes a whipping boy for this podcast. Okay, so I've I have actually recently been to South Dakota and in this general okay. region of South Dakota. Hit me. What what did you experience in South Dakota? What um, was the energy? So it was it, it 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 was weird because like all of the like all of the all of the roads kind of had a tinted red to them. Mm. So I would almost like I uh, my immediate thought to make this more sci-fi um is to do something Mars related just because Ooh. of the general vibe of South Dakota. So so here's my question then so you so you don't want you don't want anything stars related. Stars anymore. related. Stars and planets are different. Pla- right. No, I I know. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I'm down for that. I mean, okay. Because we could do like Martian. I mean, I know that that's not necessarily Mars, but like Right. Martians could it could yeah, could potentially Brookings, be a fact. Brookings Martians. Brookings Martians. That's a little bit clunky. It's a little clunky. It's a little clunky. I mean, we can uh, check the. Uh... Let, let's flesh it out, though. Let's we can keep a, yeah. we can keep a, keep a building on that. What is interesting about Mars ultimately? Like, 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 uh, we know that Mars is most likely going to be like inhabited by like fifty thousand humans in the next like twenty years or something like that. You know, like it's it's most it's kind of bound for that at this point because it has the moment they find like a, a a little droplet of water on Mars, they're like, oh my god, well we can't move here. <laughs> all those all the rich people are going to you know steal all the resources down here. We're all gonna be left to starve. Really dark. I apologize, but that's, that's where my brain's going. Um, I'm trying to check out their city website. Oh yes, but they don't have an easy way to like find history. They, what's with all these cities not wanting to like showcase their what, history? Bear what's time? with all these cities that like tried to v- provide community resources on their website? What the fuck? Yeah, like <laughs> like what the like? Why are we talking? Like, give us the more interest. Give me the gossip. You know, is that like, isn't that why? Like, people don't want to pay their taxes. Come on. Uh, they have one liquor store. You know, that is listed on their website officially. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, if that, if I can, re- I can respect that in some ways. You know, like I mean, I'm sure that there is reasons for that. Um. Yeah, and as as usual, when we go into like talking about histories of towns there's always something like fucked up about it you know there's some stuff you don't always want to read <laughs> yeah like i, I like i'm kind of reading about it here it's just like it's like the, it's a lot of it's the same like was well, land that was once owned by indigenous individuals and then the white man came yep. you know <laughs> it's just like all right cool this is it's, it's just like every other fucking story that has a bad ending and then you find out that like uh um what was it? Anaconda was like the the home of the first socialists in Montana. And then, yeah, and then you learn that you're like, I I respect this town. Yeah, <laughs> I like this town. <laughs> All right, so I think I I think the biggest things that we see here are the kind of the red tint to all the stone, sure. as well as as well as trains. Train seems to be something it, that it, this it, at least mentions. It, trains is big. I I like the idea. Uh, the local, like the locomotives, the Brookings locomotives, you know. But that's I yeah. Mean, uh, 
I know that's not. I know that's not sci-fi. Yeah, I there there is something there though where we can like take that to uh, take that to some sort of like cool level, right? right. Very nerdy level, but a cool level. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, if we got if we type in train synonyms, this is like it's going train right back the same path. Uh, we have, and that's not I, that's not the I don't want the verb of train. Give me uh, the the actual building, the actual vehicle. <laughs> so we go from we go from two star related things to two vehicles. You got convoy. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we went with two stars at two vehicles. Caravan. Um, I I I mean, and, and, and while I'm doing the train stuff, how about you do uh, Mars related stuff too? Because okay. that. Because I I want I I feel like we can learn something about Mars here. We're completely forgetting about everything else. But again, like I gotta be honest, Brookings, you kind of have a boring boring city, you know. Yeah. It's just the, and at the end of the day, red red tinted roads of South Dakota, uh, is, you know, kind of the vibe that I'll, you know, the, the the what stands out the most. And then the fact that you have a railroad <laughs> a subsection of Wikipedia dedicated to railroads, even though the railroad, railroad didn't yeah. come until eighteen seventy nine. You know, you know, it's, it's how it be. It's how it be. Um, the <laughs> cyber train. <laughs> cyber train. <laughs> just like. Just well, something. yeah. I mean, we. We had any sort of like robo or robo train, electro, yeah, yeah electro train, yeah, you know, subway. <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I mean, that would be, oh man, that would be great for like New York City or something. The Brookings Martian subway. The Brookings Martians. <laughs> I kind of love that. <laughs> Martian subway of Brookings. The Brookings Martian subway, even though they don't have a subway, you know that's nothing at all, Mar- and they okay, have Mar- nothing to do with Mars. Martian railroad, Martian railroad, train to Mars. Train. That would be a weird team name if someone named themselves the Train to Mars. <laughs> the Train to Mars. The Brookings Train to Mars. <laughs> okay, but uh, in all honesty, the Brookings Martian train. Mar- <laughs> Brookings, the Brookings Martian train. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so dumb. <laughs> I don't know how to combine these. You're, things. you're you're giving me so many ideas that I'm like I'm I I want to roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, let's let's keep going. Let's let's play in the space. It's like, <laughs> just like okay, oh, like all right. Hold on. I let's let. Let's give let's give some space to Mars then. Let's okay. give let's let's give some space to Mars in, in in some capacity to for us to understand. It's the fourth planet of uh, of the of the solar system. Yep. Uh, it, it's it's the uh you know it's the the mom. Is it the mom or is that Mercury? That uh that I actually don't know what the mom is supposed to be. Uh, Venus is like, it's it Mars is like, the the god of war. Well, you know what I, what I mean, though. Like it's like the acronym, and I believe the one of the M's is mom. Are you but... thinking of the the failed motion capture Disney movie Mars Needs Moms? <laughs> I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Brookings Mars Moms. <laughs> <laughs> We're not referencing Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I, I okay. So then. 
So it's being in in, in Marge carries the name of the Roman god of war. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fucking like Brookings Kratos. <laughs> the Brookings uh, war train. <laughs> right. <laughs> the war train. <laughs> oh my god, wait a minute. I kind of like War Train. I really I like know. War Train. <laughs> the Brookings War Train. Alright, so we have to make it red to be like Mars and the blood of the enemies. <laughs> the blood! <laughs> Fuck it, I'm over it. Let's I go. Think we, uh, we're doing it. Alright, the Brookings War Train. <laughs> <laughs> This is, it's I don't, ca- down I don't care how long it will take for us to <laughs> <laughs> explain this to people. I, I, I'm in love with this league more than unless, I am in love with uh, it. Unless, like, unless we refuse to explain any team names to anyone. I, I kind of, I don't know. There's a part of me that, like, let's well, no, I kind of am with you on that. Because I think that explaining it to people, people are just like, alright, whatever. I yeah. feel like just presenting this with no fucking comment is just like, alright, pick your team. And we're just right. like, I cannot fucking wait to see the logos. Oh my cannot god, the logos wait. Be brilliant. Uh, Brookings War Train. So you set, you're thinking red. Uh, it has to be red. Yeah, so I, I'm with you on red. I'm just trying to think of what other color here. Okay, what kind? Of, what kind of red do you want to do? I, I searched up blood red, and it's a little bit of a darker red. Uh, in season one, uh, Escondido, I think, was our only red team, and they were more of a more of a red red. Well, so so I'm I'm feeling like if we're gonna if we're doing Mars, right? Yeah. I'm feeling like a red orange makes sense. Red orange, yeah. You know, like a, like at least to match the color of of Mars as it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that's our inspiration behind this. All right, I searched up Mars Red, and apparently that's the name of an anime. So don't. <laughs> so we won't we won't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. We don't want to get copyright struck. Um. Now, granted, that we'll just just so I do I know I do acknowledge that we do have an orange in a team already with with the yeah. Portsmouth submarines, but red-orange. Red-orange is a bit different. Yeah, it has a little bit of a different tinge, and, and then we could choose a different color for uh, this. So we, I don't think we should do black or gray again, because I feel no. like that that kind of leans towards what we did with East Chicago. So yeah. I don't know. Like, Do we think that we do oh, something? We did, we did have East Chicago that was red, too. Right. That and that yeah. was like a darker red if I'm That was. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, so the red the red orange will will stand out from the other ones. Yes, it's it's something new. Yeah. What do you think of yellow? Red, orange, and yellow. Um It's a little it's a little red little mustardy, I understand. Yeah. If we want to try something else, I'm down. Alright, red, orange, and yellow. Because th- again, like we're thinking like war train. So right, what is <laughs> War Train? What is the most like fucking um like just just intense color that we could have? If I'm being honest, I think blue. <laughs> I just like th- I, to combine it with that. But I I respectfully disagree. No, that's fine. No, that's totally I totally okay. I, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, if we do we could do like a red, orange, and maybe gold. Mm. 
like a gold yellow um because that would give that would give a little bit of like a spartan vibe to it sure sure like we're kind of approaching like usc but not necessarily like that red like a little bit more right. brighter red yeah i i respect that i like that yeah i'm, okay. I'm down for that so we All could right, go so with the, that the brookings war train <laughs> I love it. With uh, red, orange, and gold. <laughs> All right. And now for the location. I uh, This was the one that I gave you a lot of joy because I think we could just have a lot of fun with. The location, the home games for the Brookings War Train will take place in the Overcooked universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, playing Overcooked feels like a war train. So it feels like a fitting. fucking war train. <laughs> feels like you're fighting a war with yourself <laughs> and everyone else <laughs> and, with you. and everyone else that you're playing with i i adore this team i am i am just down i am so down for this uh and to give you guys an insight as to the other locations by the way uh the ketchikan cosmos are playing in the fall guys ultimate knockout universe the naples astral gators are playing in the sonic the hedgehog universe the po- portsmouth submarines are playing in the paper mario universe and then the Brookings Sport Train are playing in the Overcooked universe. I feel like Wonderful. that, thus far, Overcooked and Fall Guys are like, mwah, yeah. like I think that's going to be... Good picks. So, so fucking good. All right. Uh, being in South Dakota actually knocked out a lot of neighboring states. Uh, North Dakota, Wyoming, Nebraska, and Iowa have all been eliminated. All right. Do, do, are we going to miss those, though? You know? What? Are, are, are we going to miss those, you know, really? at the end I of mean, the day? they're all pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, you can find like some it's... differences from Wyoming and Iowa, but yeah, yeah. It's kind of, like to me, like it's the difference between like corns and potatoes at that point, you know. Like it's kind of like yeah, you know, the, the, the crops change, you know. But that's about it. It's a little more mountainous. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit less like flat. I get that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> well, that's that. <laughs> I, I, it's a mess, and I kind of love it though. In the same time, it's it's it is so fucking strange. And I'm here for it. I'm so yeah. here for this for this VVFL season right now. <laughs> um, so next episode, if I remember correctly, of what we were going to. Okay, so right as we uh got into uh either it was the week that we did the uh draft the 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 mock draft or of draft week, we found out that um, the next installment in the um, in John Boyce's series that he's working on is uh, not coming out um, until... In the spring? Yeah, at least in the <laughs> until spring. Until later this year. Yeah, it's coming out later this year. So, we're moving up the episode. So, we're going to talk about next episode, two weeks from now. We're going to be talking uh, 20,021. Nope, 20,020. Excuse me. <laughs> Twenty thousand twenty-one is part two. Is that that's part two? I apologize. Yep. Twenty thousand twenty will be the next. Uh, will be will be next episode. So I know a lot of people enjoyed the seventeen hundred, seventeen hundred seventy-six. I only know that because of the the anchor FM <laughs> like <laughs> statistics about how that's Went our most watched episode. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so we'll we'll do that, and we'll have a big old discussion about that. That's usually a fun episode too, because it's a nice deep discussion about things, and also just a fun you know episode because it's there's a lot of like silly references that happen in that story as well. I recommend. I... I cannot before. wait for you to read it. Yeah, like I cannot wait for, and I hope that you guys who listen to this 
read it before coming onto the uh, podcast and listening to it. I've done it before though, where I listen to a podcast and I have no idea what they're talking about and I still enjoy it. So like it's it's so up to you, but I would recommend that you read it before coming onto this podcast, will because it will be spoiler filled uh, and very much us talking, taking a deep dive into it and comparing it to seventeen hundred seven hundred seventy six. Uh, which is the previous installment. Uh, and of course, we'll talk about any of the latest NFL news that has gone down, maybe what the schedule was, uh, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of stupid reports that come out. <laughs> you know, that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and whoever whoever wants to open their goddamn mouth and, and cause controversy. Um, so we'll we'll keep track on that. And of course, uh, we're, we're halfway through the creation of the VVFL, so Team 5 will be next. So stay tune for that thank you all so much for tuning in any any final thoughts matt uh let's see uh oh yeah docket yeah uh go watch wolf walkers Mm. apple tv i i'm i'm enjoying that you, you you're turning the your uh, the Ivana Music uh, Twitter account into doing movie stuff. I appreciate that because I feel yeah, like I, I think I, that... I'm I've been very obnoxious lately on my Twitter feed about be- talking video games. So I'm like I I, <laughs> I, I like I like the idea of people just they t- turning their Twitter accounts and turning it about like an interest like a, a niche interest to them and then just and then talking all the time about it. Like I'm down for yeah. that. I'm so into that. So I'm I'm excited that you're doing the movie stuff on your Twitter. Yeah, I, be- I I watched just a couple really good movies recently. Uh, the Mitchells vs. the Machines on Netflix was a just a really good good uh really good um animated movie and i highly recommend it if you like the kind of the visual style feel of spider-verse it's not quite the same but it's the same animation studio and they put a lot of stylization into it and then the writing of gravity falls that's what you get from mitchell's versus the machine and it is so apparent that gravity falls writers wrote this movie (laughs) yeah Uh, i i've seen i've seen bits and pieces of it uh it's apple tv right you said uh, Mitchell's is um is oh, uh Wolf uh, Walkers. I meant to Wolf, say Wolf Walkers. Yeah, Wolf, Wolf Walkers, Walkers is, is Apple TV Plus. Wolf Walkers is probably my new favorite movie of all time. Really? One of, my it my it it's up there. Like wow. it, it, there's wow. definitely some recency bias talking, but sure. No, if I, I, cons- I get if, that. If I considered like the the idea of Wolf Walkers as my favorite movie of all time is not far fetched. Yeah, I I think I think people are like oh recency bias, but like I don't know. Over time, like things evolve and like movies evolve, TV shows evolve, video games evolve. Like yeah, things evolve over time, so it's like you're gonna get better products over time. So you know it, make, it makes sense. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I it just surprises me because I'm like wow, that's that's a bit that's a very that's a big some big praise for Wolf Walkers. Then it, it is high praise, especially for someone like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's a it, it's a gorgeous movie. More animated movies need to be 2D animated. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's by Lost an Irish Art. studio, so the Irish aesthetic is just seeping through it, and I love Ireland. Yes, yes. We we we've bonded over once many times. Yeah, on, on that front with the Irish <laughs> Irish roots there. Um, I'll I'll throw out a recommendation here, and because I like I, like I just said, I, I do I I'm a, I'm been playing. My my goal for the end of the year is to play a hundred video games I haven't played before, um, or at least if I played them before, beat them in a new way. Um, and, uh, one of the games I played this year, uh, it, that is a small game that is, uh, $10 on Steam, uh, Before Your Eyes, 
play it, experience it. It's a little, my, I would say content warning, a lot of talk about death and illness, um, for both people and animals. Um, mm-hmm. so I would, it's, so it is a bit traumatic, um, but it is probably one of my favorite stories ever told in a video game and played very, it, it's, it's only like two hours long. It's a very short game. And the whole game, you have two controls where one is that you can move your mouse around to look like to have like your camera move around. And then the other control is your eyes. You are just all you're doing (laughs) is blinking to like activate certain things. And sometimes you have to try to make yourself not blink in order to stay in a scene. Or if you want to move out of a scene, you can blink and try to get out of it. Um, It's wild it is just a wild experience and well just uh, i i was through an emotional wreck throughout the whole thing but if you barring the contact warnings like if you enjoy some really good stories in video games give it a try it's 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 a good time so anyways thank you all so much for listening we we're we better watch wolf walkers and play before your eyes that's that's your homework there you go and and (laughs) what was the other one that you mentioned the other movie uh, mid- the Mitchells versus the Machines. There you go. There you go. It's your homework. If you don't do it, you're getting that. Also, twenty thousand twenty because we're doing that on the next podcast. That, that's maybe that, that's a bigger priority than the others right now. Prioritize actually. that, then do the <laughs> other ones. <laughs> and then the other ones if you have the free time. All right. Yeah. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week or two. Good weeks night ago. and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. Mm-hmm.